morning, Wednesday morning, one of my favorite days of the entire week because it means we are halfway through the work week. At least it does for me. Maybe it's not for you. And if that's the case, then I am terribly, terribly Terribly sorry. It is AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. I decided I wanted to uh, pop on here and maybe surprise AJ a little bit, see what I can do or something along those lines. Now, there is something brand new and it's a brand new invention that is really ruining my life. And as somebody who likes pineapple on pizza, and I can't be disputed at the moment because AJ's not here to like tell me that I'm wrong because I'm not wrong. Domino's in New Zealand is actually coming up with this genius idea. And I use the phrase genius as a very sarcastic genius. They're selling Hawaiian spaghetti pizza. And it is what it sounds like. Toppings are canned spaghetti and pineapple. Now, it sounds like they tried to pass this off as an April Fool's joke back on April Fool's Day, but they say this is no joke. We've officially added Hawaiian spaghetti pizza to our menu for a limited time only with their friends at whatever the canned spaghetti place is. No April Fool's this time, they say. Try it for $7.99. Pick up. I'm sorry. Hawaiian spaghetti pizza doesn't belong literally anywhere. As somebody, again, who hates Well, I hate canned spaghetti, but for somebody that loves Hawaiian pizza, this is a no-go. AJ, Hawaiian spaghetti pizza, yay or nay? Well, of course nay. You didn't have to get to the spaghetti part. Hawaiian pizza is a no. I don't know why you hate Hawaiian pizza so much. Like it's disgusting. It tastes like pure joy. Like you're so wrong on this. But I'm. How do you just even eat that? I don't know. It looks so messy. Have you seen the picture of this? No. Uh, I'm just saying, like. Even if you are crazy enough to eat it, right. the uh, the amount of skill to not just like spill the pizza on your face. Because, like, you know, it's really annoying when you take a bite out of pizza Absolutely. and all the cheese comes with it. Right. This is what Hawaiian spaghetti pizza is going to do. Oh, like, gosh. the spaghetti is just going to fall everywhere. Exactly. So, I'm looking at this picture and I'm thinking, first of all, AJ, I can't handle canned spaghetti. No. It's gross. Yeah. It, I I've never even had canned spaghetti. I've always had you make the take the noodles out of the box, you boil them, and then you get sauce. I've never even had. It's simple, like spaghetti in and of itself is simple, and then you make it, and then you have enough for a third world country. You know what would make more sense, except not with pineapple. If you did like ravioli, right? Because then you could at least you put the cheese down, and you could at least somewhat seal it in place. Ravioli would at least make sense. See, and even with ravioli, it's like little pockets of cheese and pockets of joy, yeah. which is fine. You could put that I directly on a pizza, maybe. But I ha- might try that. Did you like the like Chef Boyardee can ravioli? No, eat it all the time as a kid. Literally yeah. my favorites ever. Did all you do time. spaghettios? Yeah, all the time. I like spaghettios, and I like the spaghettios with the meatballs. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what they put in it. Probably process things that I don't want to know. Not even, yeah. But all the time as a kid and sometimes in college. I think it's delicious. But canned spaghetti is just a no for me. Oh, definitely. Just ugh. I, I I how? How did this get past the drawing board? I have no idea. Who said this out loud and they're like, Yep, let's do it. So, uh, fun fact, when I first got my instant pot, because this was a huge, huge deal for yes, me, I was like, Sweet, I, I can make Spaghetti. Yes. It'll take me like 10 minutes and I'll make it. I didn't realize that the Instant Pot has to get up to pressure before it goes through and does things, right? So... I don't know how you couldn't, McCall. We all know that. (laughs) So anyway, I cooked this spaghetti and I made it and it was gross. It was disgusting. And I don't know how you mess up spaghetti, but I did. I'm kind of thinking that. Terrible. Absolutely terrible, AJ. So I put it 
on a plate and I give it to Dustin and bless Dustin, he just eats it. And then I said something to him. I was like, that spaghetti yesterday wasn't very good. And he's like, yeah, I wasn't going to say anything, but it tastes like canned spaghetti, like reheated canned spaghetti, not just canned spaghetti, Ugh. but like you had heated it up, put it in the fridge. I know. And so not I felt terrible. So I'm never allowed to ever and ever and ever again make, well, now I can make spaghetti in an instant pot because I learned how. So, yay for being a grown-up. You know what they say, McCall? You learn from your mistakes. Yeah, something along those lines. Bad news, McCall. Okay. Everyone works hard to save up money, to retire, to have money. What? To Why? do whatever you want. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do we do you this? You can't take it with you. Why save it to when you die? <laughs> Just live paycheck to paycheck. Everyone wants to become independently wealthy, right? Correct. You want to be rich. Everybody is an entrepreneur at this moment in time. Yes, correct. That's why people play the lottery and that's why you work hard and all that, right? Yep. Uh, Bad news. You're going to have to work harder because the new cutoff for being rich just got a whole lot higher. Why? And I got to tell you, I didn't think I was going to make it to the first one and now it's even higher and I don't care for it. Great. I'll tell you how we'll never be rich in six minutes. McCall, how would you define being rich? Having dollars. AJ McCall on VFX. There's got to be a a specific amount, right? You're working towards a specific amount to become rich. Uh, I think that being rich for me is being able to buy whatever I want to whenever I want to without having, like, bad repercussions. (laughs) Like... (laughs) <laughs> without being like, hey, I want this, and then having the card go declined. Like my like rich for me is being able to just be like, oh yeah, I'd like to just go shopping and then just drop however much money. So if you could put a number on it, what's the threshold <clears throat> you okay? have to hit? Apparently not. Okay. Mm. Uh I don't have a number amount. I mean, a hundred grand would be cool. <sighs> okay, well, at least yours is a slightly more achievable. Apparently, according to a recent survey, no one thinks having a million dollars makes you rich anymore. Oh. In fact, according to the uh, the survey, financially comfortable, not rich, just comfortable, is now $1.1 million. Oh, mm. yeah. Which, mm-hmm. of course, all of us are going to see, right? Mm, totally. We're going to get there and be like, this sucks. This isn't even that great. Apparently... The average answer now, McCall, would you like to take a stab in the dark on what rich is being defined as? Not living paycheck to paycheck? No, for the dollar figure. Oh, uh, $2 million. Close. 2.3. That's 20 times more than the medium net worth in the country right now. Wow. Good luck, people. You know, for Generation Z, who gets a lot of crap and rightfully so with that stupid Tide Pod stuff and all that, right? Uh, people nine through 22 years old have the lowest threshold for being rich. They say it's only one and a half million, just a measly 1.5. So bad news. None of of us are going to be rich because it keeps moving up. People can attain it and then it just gets a little higher. And then you're like, oh, I'm getting closer. I think it's a little higher. Can't get there. Who's going to, I like how McCall said a hundred thousand dollars, like a hundred thousand. Great news. McCall yours is way more achievable than everybody else's. Is it though? (laughs) You you work hard. You don't spend your money, and maybe that's you'll get there. That's the problem. There. The don't spend your money part. Well, that's you know, the problem. That you know, you have a different philosophy. Some people want to spend it later. You want to spend it now. Who's to say who's right? Now I can't get you to one million, McCall. Me neither. But just kidding. I will in the future. I maybe. believe in you. There's a chance for you to win ten thousand, which would be a 
some nice seed money to work your way towards $1 million, and it just involves eating food. Hey, just eating food? Yeah. Freaking there's a, there's a guess involved also. But a guess? The basis of it, yeah, it's a guessing game. The basis of it mm-hmm. is eating the food. And you can win $10,000. Okay, cool. I think a pretty fair game. How could you do that? I'll tell you. After we hear what was in the debate at 8 yesterday, which also had to do with food. I'll just leave you with this before we get that recap. What do you think free-range mooching means? Ew. McCall, if I asked you to define free-range mooching, what would your guess be? How would you define that for the debate at 8 on VFX? A couple of friends I had in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give it up. That's it. No, we're done. Debated eight's over. McCall wins. <laughs> There's not anything else I can say the rest of the hour. Uh, it's because it's true, though. That is, that is pretty darn good. Iconic. Sadly, <laughs> but true. No, uh, <laughs> maybe what you is coined free the range, term first. What is free-range mooching, the AJ? First. Uh, a guy in San Francisco calls it uh, munching on food left at restaurants by patrons. Ew. So, that, like, no. picture this. Like, you go out to get no. a burrito. You only eat half the burrito. I want to precisely picture none of that. He eats that other half That's the burrito. That's terrible. Now, he says, and I quote, I feel it's a victimless crime. As a matter of fact, I think chefs don't want to see food go to waste. He adds that he does ask the wait staff first before grabbing the food. Hey, are you going to eat this? Because, you know, that would break all of the laws here. So I think I'm just going to consume it myself. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Gross. I, Get the heck out. I understand wanting to save money and I understand being so hungry that you need to. Don't do this. So don't do this. Eating after people I know doesn't bother me so much. Like I don't know why it doesn't make a difference with the germs. It's like, oh, we know his germs; they're cool. No, we vetted like, that whole process. I feel like if if it were to be, <laughs> it would be something along the lines of, "Hey, bro, are you going to eat that? That's fine." <laughs> Aj, Aj, what's your policy when it comes to the five second rule? You know, it really depends on the floor. Um, if it's my house, I'm eating it. Yeah, that's fair. Don't tell anybody this. Whatever we do, do not let anybody know that I did this. But I one time dropped a canola bar outside on the street. This was like 12 years ago. And I was like, you know what? Looks still looks good. Brushed it off a couple times and ate it. Yeah, you rub it against your shirt. Maybe give it a little. <laughs> it's fine. As long as you grab within five, five to ten seconds. Five to Sometimes the germs are slow. Where would it become trash? As soon as it's thrown in the receptacle, as soon as it's picked up and started to move towards the trash? It has to touch the trash to become trash, right? No. No? I mean, it has to be out for a while before, like, I, I would classify it still as, like, trash if it's been out for a little while. Because, like, obviously you're not going to eat something that has mayo in it an hour after it's been out. Okay, but no restaurants, uh, speaking of restaurants, speaking of right. restaurants, no restaurant's going to let a sandwich sit there for an hour. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're rolling our eyes. So maybe not as not as clear cut as I thought for the debated eight on VFX. Okay, so what's the definition of trash? Maybe we get a little help here from George Costanza for the debated eight. Find yourself in the kitchen. You see an eclair in the receptacle, and you think to yourself, "What the? Hell? I'll just eat some trash." <laughs> no, 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 no. It was not trash. Was it in the trash? Yes. Then it was trash. It wasn't down in, it was sort of on top. 
but it was in the cylinder. Above the rim. Adjacent to refuse is refuse. It was in a magazine and it still had the doily on. Was it eaten? One little bite. Well, that's garbage. It's disgusting. Uh, Seinfeld still holds up. So good. He knew who ate it, for the record. I don't care. I feel like it's different because of the way that this is this picture is being painted. Hey, can I have that? Cool, thanks. And then I just imagined him eating even- it as he's standing there. Like <laughs> So, how do you guys like San Francisco? <laughs> exactly. Like I do not like so that. That would be awkward. That would definitely be awkward. I'm with you that far. That's how I picture that. Really, if you think about it, it's kind of a genius plan. Because what 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 is anyone really going to say? Like if you if you're taking leftovers like I'd say no, but Aren't most of us going to be kind of caught off guard with that? Hey, are you going to eat that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I won't eat today. Oh, now I feel bad. Right. Here, have the sandwich. And that's why McCall one time did give her leftovers away. That's right. Thank you. I had to sneeze. Holy cow. Love the allergies. Yesterday's debate at eight. Grossing out a little bit. I just, I couldn't do it. I could do it. McCall, your leftovers, maybe. I mean, if I ever beat producer Butters to him, let's right, be honest. Right, Oh, definitely. But a stranger's, nah, nah. Let's keep the food safe and locked away, which is what exactly Pringles are, McCall. Safe. I'm not saying it's impossible to tamper with them, but you know, they're pretty good. They got that. They got the lid and they got the, the little sealer on top. They do a really good job of keeping things fresh. And they can help you make it to that million dollars. Oh, really? Yeah, so okay. they're apparently later this month releasing a mystery flavor that you can get at Walgreens. And Great. if you guess it right, 10 grand. Oh. 10 grand richer than you were. Yeah. And all it takes is eating chips. Says they'll be on sale sometime it. this month okay. and should be available through the end of July. Okay. Yeah, no, I can I can get down with that. Apparently they did a mystery contest flavor in Canada last year and it turned out to be seven layer dip. Oh. Which I don't know how you'd guess that. No, but that sounds delicious. Like, I could I'm get sure with that a in chip. a chip because, you know, you always use the chips to dip and the seven-layer dip, so a seven-layer dip chip would be delicious. And obviously, it's going to be difficult. Uh, comment here from someone involved with it says, uh, the flavor should be tough. Last year, Oreo ran a mystery flavor contest, and there's uh, everyone knew it was immediately Fruity Pebbles. So, Ooh, yum. But they were giving away $10,000. Dude, Fruity Pebbles are delicious. I'm just saying, you can eat a chip and win $10,000. I don't know that that's the dream, but that's a pretty easy day's work. No, it's a dream. Mm-hmm. Just who can't eat chips? Oh, no. I guess I got to eat more. Oh, I can't tell what it is. Exactly. Oh, no. I guess I got to eat more exactly. and try it. And you can share them with everybody. Here, you want a chip? Pour it out. You want a chip? Here's a chip. What do you got? Um, okay, we'll have this. Just you form a, a consortium and be like, all right, the five of us get together, and if one of us figures that we split it, we each get 2000 Perfect, right? Think of how many Pringles you could buy. As well, but still be in, be in the green. How much do Pringles cost? I think it's like two bucks. Maybe. And the answer is 542. I feel like that's oh, high. Oh, four packs. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I was like, that's way high. <laughs> Jeez, it's beat. like maybe $2. Yeah. Okay. See, so you could buy hundreds and hundreds and still be in the green. Yeah. Good news. All right. Okay. We're going to have to get in on that, McCall, even if we don't win the money. See if we can guess the flavor. Yeah, okay. Twist my okay. arm. Let's do it. And if we went $10,000, hey, great. <laughs> then we can have one heck of a cool promotion going on. Yeah, exactly. Use that dollars for something. We've got breakfast for you from Johnny O's Spud Nuts. 
You only get to come pick it up if we figure out which dump criminal is from Florida. Super important. Now, I know we've been doing this for a while, and maybe we could start with the stories, but it's just so overwhelming. you got to let the stupidity go through you first. So McCall gives us the headlines first to get the shock value out of the way. Okay. You ready? Yes. <laughs> Great. Headline number one. Another bug story. Oh, boy. Guy flipped his car while he was trying to get a spider off of his leg. He had... <laughs> He had to hit something. And bad news for him, spiders can hang upside down. So even though he's upside down, spiders still on your leg. Yeah, they don't know where it's at, though by the way. it potentially could have been worse because the spider could have fallen on your face. Yep. Headline number two. Some guy got busted using a skeleton as his passenger in the carpool lane. <laughs> That's funny. That's just funny. And headline number three. Guy busted for shooting hoops naked to say, it enhances my skill level. Oh, jeez. Great. So oh, happy for you. Gosh, okay. Love it. Wow. Now, uh, cool. important to note before we uh, get teamed up here, the bug story was yesterday, it was this week, was not a Florida story. I'm not saying today's isn't, I'm just something to keep in mind. So we've heard the headlines, we're going to hear the full stories after I team up with someone, because whoever I team up is playing with, playing for the gift card. That's right. 435-787-0945. we got to figure out which dumb criminal this is from Florida, and when we do, you will win. 435-787-0945 to play Florida or not on VFX. You good? Yeah, just, you know, you know what they say, McCall, because I've been in the most intensive sports competitions before. Same. You just take a deep breath and let everything slow down. Okay, great. And McCall on VFX. Florida not play for Johnny O. Spudnuts gift card. Nate is on the line, McCall. Let us hear the full story so we can try to get this W. Okie dokie. So story number one. Some guy flipped his car while he was trying to get a spider off of his leg. And now, I Look, understand we've all been we'd there. All panic. Yeah, there's Everybody a spider. Panic. You panic slightly, and then you go, ah, you do this like crazy little dance thing. Flipping your car, it's not the option. Okay. Thankfully, he no. wasn't hurt. Nobody was injured in the incident. However, they don't know if he got the I, spider. How, he Did he hit something? He had to hit something, right? Or he just. Well, I would assume so. Really I would fast. assume that he just like. Maybe he was turning and then just like let go and hit his arm, just, hit his leg. Because uh, wow. I saw a car get flipped, but it got T-bone going, and the, yeah, the he, other car was going like fifty. He just said he stated the spider jumped on his leg. It startled him. He tried to get the spider off, caused him to go off the road, strike an embankment, <laughs> causing his vehicle to flip. Okay, baby, got it. So no, it would freak me out too. So I'm, I'm I understand at least. There's story number one. This is not like the guy yesterday with the live catfish. I'm like, I don't even know where you got live catfish. No. Story number two. Some guy wanted to use the carpool lane. So he got a fake skeleton, put it in an Aeropostale hoodie, <laughs> and threw it in the passenger oh, okay. seat. He at least dressed it up. And buckled it say. in. Okay. Well, you know what? He was committed to the bit. Like, I think that Clearly. we could rule that one out maybe. Because if it was Florida, he would have just left it as a skeleton. And the cops would have got caught up because, like, hey, there's a serial killer using the carpool right. lane. The driver was cited. And story number three, some guy busted for playing basketball in a park on Sunday while he was totally nude. He <laughs> told the cops when they showed up, that it, quote, enhances his skill level. He was arrested for indecent exposure anyway. Obviously, it does, McCall. Who's going to play defense on a guy that's naked? I know. Probably really easy to get to the hole if no one's in front of you with no clothes on. Jeez, I'm Pete. Now, okay. in the ancient Olympics, the athletes were totally naked. That this is a guy, fair point. not an Olympian, fair though. Yeah. <laughs> they were the best of the best. This and guy also has made didn't it. Have options like hoodies. This guy has made it into Florida or not, which means he's not an Olympian. <laughs> 
I tell you what, if we did a round of playoffs, I think he'd be considered. Considered. Should be. That being said, Nate, I really I think it I think it's I think it's three. I can understand one, two, I can I can understand the first two, honestly. What do you think? That is, but I feel like it's almost I don't know. I don't feel like that would be in Florida. I feel like that would be in California or something. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one. It is hot in California. Okay, okay. You know, the bottom line is is that I'm rolling with you. We're teammates, but if you think it's number one, then we'll go with number one. McCall, is it the spider story? It's not. I'm so sorry. Dang it. That one actually happened in California. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Ah, uh, you had to run. Nate, good instincts, Nate. Wrong Flipped place. around a little bit. Okay, so sorry. Nate doesn't win the Johnny O's gift card. We do have a breakfast on us. If we can figure out which stupid criminals from Florida, we're now good down luck. to story two and three. Good luck. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Plus, you get a team up with me. We get to crack jokes together. Call it now, team up. We got two stories left. I want to get you a Johnny O'Spudnuts gift card for Florida Not on VFX. We are to that 50-50 shot. I'm so glad we built that in on Florida Not on VFX with AJ and McCollin. Well, story number one can't hurt us anymore, Michael. Just out of curiosity, what kind of bug, if it landed on you, would scare you the most? Probably a spider, honestly. Yeah. Okay, so you can understand story number one flipping his car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell yeah. You, we had a big discussion about hornets the other day, and I think hornet is number one worst. Those things are literally <laughs> crazy. They look like they're going to murder you in your sleep. Yeah, they're devil bees. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they really good, are. <laughs> good right. news is story one eliminated. We're down to two and three, which we will now uh, recap, Michael, and we'll figure this out. Perfect. Okay. Story number two. Police. Reminding motorists only have live human passengers when you travel in the carpool lane because somebody got pulled over trying to travel in the carpool lane with a skeleton. Now they, how, how they, he got busted. He got pulled over. That's what happened. He got pulled over and then the officer like, walked up. Speeding? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the officer say, walked up and was like, bro. Who really pays that much attention to the... Uh, to the other people's pets, you're like, I swear yesterday, not yesterday, earlier this week I was driving the VFX van, I saw someone hit the driver from their passenger seat, but I think they were just listening to music. Who knows? Because I just kind of zoned right. out. So anyway, they got pulled over and got cited because putting a skeleton in a hoodie doesn't qualify as a passenger. Who knew? That's story number two. And then story number three, some guy got busted for playing basketball on Sunday Totally nude. He told the cops playing naked, quote, enhances his skill level. But he got arrested for indecent exposure anyway. I think this guy often plays naked one-on-one often, McCall, if I was to take a guess. Often? Yeah. Often? Oh, big time. Got it. Again, of course your skills are enhanced. Nobody's going to play defense on a guy that's naked. going to be real easy to drive the, whole, drive the ball to the bucket. Right. So there you go. Two remaining crazy stories, number two and story number three, Michael. Good luck. Okay, Mikel. I I thought it was story number three with Nate. He said one. I still think it's three. I don't know. That's what I was thinking, too. Story number three. No, you don't know, Mikel. We're confident. we got to have confidence. We're going to make it happen. Speak it into existence. <laughs> okay. We're going to pick story number three, McCall, because if it's story number two, then I give up because it has to be three. Three is crazy. Is it? Same. Three sounds forward, I like. For yeah. Sure. Is it naked LeBron James over there? It is. Congratulations, yeah. Michael. We got some breakfast for you from Johnny O'Spudnuts. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some information from you, okay? Awesome. Thank you. <sighs> How dare someone play bad? Why? Why? I don't know. Look, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt. You want to be light because I'm not fast. Anything enhances my speed? Good. Naked? No. There are just rules that we follow, McCall, and that is one of them. 
Oh, boy. Congratulations to Michael. She's getting breakfast from Johnny O'Spudnuts. We play Florida Not every weekday right around 6.50 on VFX. So make sure you've got 435-787-0945 saved away. So you can call in and team up with me when we play again tomorrow on VFX. McCall, Hi. how do you come up with all the Florida stories? Like People ask me this all the time, and I tell them I don't know. Dude, I just see things like... Is this it some just, kind of like email club you're part no, of? No, no. It just comes up and I'm like, mm, got to stockpile this away and stockpile this away. Now, I've actually got, I wouldn't say necessarily bonus Florida or not, but actually a crazy story that I've got stockpiled that's actually just happening like right now as we speak. Oh, we bonus Florida or not? Uh, d- sort of. I wouldn't say necessarily it's bonus Florida or not. It's just kind of scary. Oh, jeez. I, I don't do so good with the scary call. Me neither. But, I mean, it is what it is. We're at this point now, and we just have to discuss it. Okay, something crazy going on. We will find out what. So not bonus Florida or not, but McCall has something crazy that came up. She decided she needed to share with us. Uh, most definitely. AJ and McCall at VFX. So what's what's the deal here? What's going on? So I am watching right now. Uh, good news. This has been resolved. But oh, good. in Oklahoma City, the, what are they called? The Devon Towers, Devon Towers. I don't think too many of us are going to know that answer. I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, so some people are on the scene trying to rescue two window washers because, like, basically where they were mounted at from the crane onto the building right. came off. Like, the building came off. And so they're, like, swinging around on this crane. Ooh. I don't even know how Did high up these guys up? are. Because I feel like <laughs> Probably. I... Definitely would. I gotta say, definitely. But I don't, uh, what's your policy on roller coasters? I don't feel like we've talked about this. I like roller coasters a lot. Okay. Growing up, my mom always had a lot of issues with, um, like her equilibrium, right, was off, Ooh, and so that'd be rough. yeah, so she would like sometimes she walks in and the pressure changes in the building and it makes her dizzy. Oof. So she has issues like that. And so I would go on the roller coasters and I would always be like, mom, go with me. And now I feel like if I go on roller coasters, I might throw up, but I feel like I would love it still. So again, very importantly, they're saved. They're okay. This okay, is good. Yep. The, the Oklahoma City Fire Department rescued the two window washers out of the basket. Rescuers say a backboard is not needed, but the victims will be checked out. Uh, good job to the crews involved. Stay tuned to whatever, blah, blah. Reading all of the tweets right now. And I'm looking at this and I think... Because I am afraid of heights. Well, technically, I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of if I fall from the height. Like, <laughs> and I'm afraid what of the it? impact. That's like somebody who speeds all the time. Like, speeding gets you killed. No, speeding no. can't get you killed. Right. Suddenly coming to a stop can. That kills you. Now, I, I get scared of the impact. So I'll be standing on top of a very tall building or something. I'll be like, oh, this is great. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, what happens if you fall and hit the ground? And then <laughs> my head, I'm like, oh, and I think, so then I I think immediately, everybody has that voice, though. Immediately, I, I would hope so. I found a thing yesterday. What if you fall over the, la- the railing of the stairs? And then you immediately are like, yeah, I gotta go back five feet because I'm terrified. Um, but I have this like instant fear petrify me when I'm up at these very tall heights. So I will go with Dustin. Dustin has had a siding company since he was, I don't know how old. Four. And, no. He has been siding houses since he was in high school. And <laughs> he gets up on that scaff, and he gets up really, 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 really high. And so sometimes he'll be like, hey, can you come up and help me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I get up there, and then I stand up on the scaff. Here. and Just two, two rungs up. No. Take it! 
I got oxygen. I'm so high off the ground. <laughs> and it gets like shaky when I'm up there, when the wind blows. And then I'm like, oh, I'm so scared. And so then Dustin will stand there and he like does this thing where he like bounces kind of and like shakes it on purpose. Oh, that's and I'm, just not And nice. I stand there and I'm like, stop. What's going to happen? He's like, you're going to be fine. Like you're standing there. But that is terrifying to me. Heights okay. are terrifying. I, so being in this Oklahoma City situation, I feel like I would just pass out and probably fall over the edge my, of this basket. My favorite fear story. I, I hated roller coasters as a kid. Like terrifying. if anybody's ever been to Cedar Point, my no. parents took us there once and we rolled the log ride. Like biggest waste of money ever. I feel so bad looking back on it in Dude, hindsight. I love the log rides. There's so, a log flume at, at Lagoon that's one of my favorites. Does it like take you clear up and then like drop you, oh, of course. shoot you down in the water? Much love. Yeah. So Cedar Point, I think, is one of the best music parks in the country. Okay. And right before I moved to New Mexico, me and my friends had this big getaway. And somehow magically, my brother also ended up being there with his now wife's family, and right. we didn't know, so we ran into each other. Crazy. He hates roller coasters. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. There's a roller coaster there called the Millennium Force that goes like 70, 80 miles an hour, and the first drop is negative. So what that I means is- I love that. That's it's, like the Countable. And it, it yeah. drops, and it drops So it in. comes back in, right? So fun. So- Oh, it's I love that The ride. most popular ride there. We wait 45 minutes, an hour in line or whatever. My brother is progressively getting more and more like he's going to cry the closer and closer we get to the front of the line. And this was how many years ago? <laughs> Four. Okay, great. Four. So he was like 21. So, Oh, do you know how sad that just made me? Yes. Because <laughs> we're the same age. Yeah, you are. So <laughs> we sit down. So it's a two-seater. So uh, he's in front of us with his wife, and it's me and my roommate like, uh-huh. sitting down behind him. Uh-huh. And so... I, we're, we decide we're going to mess with him. Okay. So we go, because <laughs> my roommate doesn't share emotions very often. We go, Tyler, it's okay. Nothing's going to happen unless Andrew shows emotion. Otherwise, we're going to be fine. They get ready to launch the ride, and Andrew taps my brother's shoulder. My brother turns around and goes, Tyler, I love you. Whoosh, and we go. Oh, that's hilarious. He balled this close to bawling his eyes out. My roommate also lost something out of his wallet when we went oh, down the negative angle. That's probably what you get for that. To this day, my brother refuses to ride roller coasters. One again, two with me. Yeah, that's fair. I'm an older sibling. What do you expect me to do? Not tease him a little bit? Of course Lies. I am. You start Dustin bounces the ladder when McCall goes up it. You got to. <laughs> It's funny. That being said, I do have a, I wouldn't say an addiction, but I do enjoy a little bit of an adrenaline rush, McCall, and I've been lucky enough to do a couple of crazier things in my life, and since you don't like heights, I'm going to run through a couple of these and see what you would do and what you would say, tapping out. I'm out. Pass in. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Share your biggest fears. Thank goodness the scaffolding Oklahoma City crew is safe, but share your biggest fear at Utah's VFX across social media. I'm going to see if I can get McCall to tap out from fear. Next on VFX. My goal is to get McCall to tap out from fear. Aw. I don't like this. It's not it's not bad fear. It's not like you're being chased by a scarecrow with a chainsaw. Oh. AJ McCall at VFX. Everybody's gonna tap out from that. Nobody wants that. So the key is I think you kick him in the knees because he doesn't really have structural support. I think he'd just go down. Or you scarecrow. Or you just punch him in the face. I mean always. If the answer is punch a shark in the face, I definitely think the answer is punch a scarecrow in the face. Yes. Okay, so here's a couple of things. I wrote down a couple of things here that I've done. Great. And see if you'd be willing to do them. Great. So I feel like starting with something we've both done is a kind of a launching point. So we both did the uh, racetrack thing down at Rocky Mountain. So we, Rocky we both Mountain. got yeah, fast. Yeah, right. We both did the fast We do thing. that, right. Okay. How about swimming with giant manta rays? That'd I'm talking cool. about ones bigger than my arm span. Okay. And if I die, I you. die. <laughs> okay. 
Majority of the time, that is my philosophy die, in life. If I die, I die. If I die, I die. <laughs> I know where I'm going. It's fine. So, okay. Parasailing. Okay. Parasailing after the line snaps. Okay. I really thought I was going to get you. No. Walking to the edge of the Grand Canyon. Okay. Out past the railing part. Okay. Well, this is just no fun. I thought I was going to get you. You're freaking out. Well, about I thought these... you were going to have scarier things. Wow. Like... You know what? I haven't done anything great in my life. How about skydiving? Let's just do that later this summer. Ooh, it's the I last would, thing I have on my I list. would like to go skydiving. I feel like I might pass out, though, to be completely honest. Because I'm good with it. And then I get in the moment and I'm like, oh, what am I doing? It's okay. You just need somebody to give you a friendly shove because that's the part you're going to struggle with, right? On the plane, getting on the plane's easy. Yep. Being up there is fine. Getting off the getting plane's the off hard part. Getting off is the hard part, yep. <laughs> Landing, that shouldn't be right, my responsibility because I'll do it wrong and die. No, I don't think you get to do that for quite a while. Mm-mm. I think you get to tandem it. Yep. So, yeah. I'm okay with all of those things. <sighs> I wrote, those are some of my, this. I'm really disappointed. Those are some of the funner things I've done in my life. And you're like, Pfft. They're just not scary. Like, I feel like the things that would be scary for me are things like going up camping and encountering like a bear or like those kinds of things. We just had the bobcat this weekend. I know. And I was slightly terrified. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, I'm sure I'll be fine. Fine. Like, I don't know. I, that's what I was assuming you were going to do. Like, you were going to, I didn't think you were going to take experiences from your own life. I thought you were going to take, no, like, you rain on my terrifying experiences. Fine. You rain on my parade. I thought the parasailing after the line snap would at least give you some pause. We went parasailing the first no. time I ever went and the line snapped and we ended up in the water. And then we went again. See, I went, so I went zip lining when I was in Guatemala. Done that. I didn't think that was, would get you. What? I didn't think that one would get you. Well, the zip lining part. It was right after all of those other zip lining things had malfunctioned. Oh, so you remember maybe like two, what was it? How many years has it been? Three, four, four years ago. Yes. There were like four or five different incidences where like zip lining things had issues and right. people died. Of course. So there were a whole bunch of them all over. And then we were going to Guatemala of all places, which it's not like we're here where you have like set restrictions like you have to hit code on certain things right so i, I told Dustin, i was like i'm gonna go zip lining and he's like what have you seen all of these things and i was like yeah he's like um <laughs> hello yeah i think he captured his face pretty well on that one yeah what? he was just like what he's like okay whatever and i told him i was like i'm so excited i've never been before i was like are you gonna go with me and he's like no. Have you seen all of the people that have just died ziplining? Like, don't get me wrong. There were a couple of parts where my hands got burned because of the, like, because you have to hold behind you. Yes. And so there were a couple of parts there. Oh, gosh. I think I broke a rib or bruised a rib on when I landed the last time. So we did a Superman one. And so it's really cool. You go out over over top of the forest. Right. And you just Superman it. And it's so cool. It's the longest run of the entire park tallest too you have to hike clear clear the freak up there <laughs> and so then you have to get clear up to the top and you're like <sighs> i'm gonna stay here for a minute and then you go and it was the coolest experience well it's supposed to hit a point where it like slows you down and you start to kind of slow down towards the end and when you're out like this you can't adjust 
your stuff. Right, because it's up right? above you. So I'm just laying like this. I hit the stopping point and literally folded in half. My ribs, bruised, so bruised. Oh, it hurt so bad. But it was so fun and totally worth I it. I went in Kona, and the last one I went on, we went over oh. a waterfall in a giant gorge, and I broke a tree. Oh, it hurt so bad. <laughs> okay, so my life's not all that exciting. I picked some fun events. Just not my terrifying. I said not terrifying. These were scary events. I thought you were going to come up with things like, hey, we're swimming and all of a sudden there's a shark. I haven't swum with sharks yet. What do you want me to do? I don't I'll know. put it on my list. If I die, it's your fault because you have now forced my hand and I have to do these things to come back and say, would you do it? And be like, no. Look, we were coming up with hypothetical situations because neither one of us has been a window washer in Oklahoma City when the basket breaks off Not of the yet. freaking window and the whole piece of the window comes off. So these I, guys had like glass all over the place. This just happened today, by the way. I gotta be and honest. so when I say, hey, find terrifying situations, I was assuming you were going to be like, hey, here's a hypothetical. Here's a hypothetical. Here's no, a hypothetical. I, I decided to go Nothing personal. You, I'd be honest. Skydiving might get me a little bit, but scaffolding yeah. outside of a giant skyscraper, hard pass. Mm-mm. I'll do. I'll go parasailing. I'll do the shark in the cage thing. Maybe, maybe. No, I, I definitely don't want to be on scaffolding outside a tile sky, skyscraper. Hard pass. No diggity. Hard pass. Okay, how about something uh, a little bit more frightening than McCall? Upsetting the bride, or at least according to <laughs> you. Oh, yeah, that's bad. One of the biggest moments in my life, even though McCall just took a dump on all the rest of them. Oh, my gosh. Is being a part of my brother's wedding, being best man for my brother's wedding. I didn't take a dump on that one. I'd hope not, because then we couldn't be friends I just wanted to clarify before somebody called and was like, <gasps> how dare you? Okay, look, okay. Listen here, hypothetical Karen. It's fine. And... It was also conveniently and coincidentally one of the most exhausting times of my life. Also not surprising. Because of all the work that went into it. So when a story comes up about a wedding and it has to do with leftovers, I thought about it. I was like, yeah, that would have helped out our wedding. Right. Oh, man, did I open up a volcano on that one. The volcano is me. I'm mad. Surprise, McCall's mad. I think a woman was trying to help the bride. McCall says that I am... 10,000% in the wrong. What story sparked today's debate to date? I'll share it with you in 10 minutes and let you make your own opinion. Now remember, Utah's VFX across all social media and of course, 68255 is the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Just start thinking about what your leftover policy is. Like your food policy. One of the biggest pains in the butts helping my brother with his wedding was cleanup. AJ McCall's debated it in VFX because all that family that needed to be there and threw a fit that they maybe didn't get the initial invitation. Guess who was one of the first ones out the door? Them. Who's going to help tear down? Who's going to help throw things away? Who's going to help put the food away? Yeah. So that's why when I stumbled across the story of a woman who brought some Tupperware to a wedding, not her own wedding, to take home some leftovers, I said out loud, oh, doing them a favor, helping with cleanup. And McCall said, I said out loud, how dare you as somebody who this this woman also might be noted, very important to be noted. This woman is, as it quotes, I want to make sure that I get the correct quotage on here. This woman, she barely knew, showed up at her wedding and filled up 10 Tupperware containers with food to take home. Okay. Who has the audacity to show up and be like, hey, 
Congrats. Thanks for the food. Now, people are defending her saying the food would have gone to waste if she didn't take it. But most people are horrified like me because I'm sorry, you didn't pay for it. The bride and the groom paid for the food. They then get to decide where it goes. If they were to say, yeah, sure, you can bring some Tupperware. That's great. You can have some. I don't think it's okay to ask that question ahead of time. Never. I think you just bring it in preparation. Oh, I just happen to have a couple here in my car. Tupperware. Look, they're Which gonna throw be... it away. That point is spot on. I don't care if someone shows up to my wedding with Tupperware and says, "Hey, I'm here so that I can grab some food after because I know you guys are gonna throw it away." I would immediately say, "Oh, sorry, you can't have any." Was I going to give them some in the first place? Maybe, but if you're gonna <laughs> show up like that spiteful. and be, oh, hello, have you met me, Queen of Spite? Okay, <laughs> I am spiteful. not. I am not. Going to show up. How? I don't care. This we lady. Short circuiting. Let me. Before we go forward. Before we go forward with this. And someone's like, well, you don't know what their financial situation is. Yes, I do. I, that's a good point. You don't know what her financial I, situation is. I do. This woman makes six figures. She is not struggling financially. She said she just wanted leftovers. You want to know what she did to the for a gift to the couple? Five bucks. Happy wedding. Thanks okay. for the leftovers. I'm not, not going to defend her gift because that's terrible. I'm not going to defend anything she's doing. Don't bring Tupperware to a wedding and say, this is mine, thanks. Okay, how about an outside perspective? Because we got Kristen on the phone. Great. Kristen, what's your take on uh, this whole Tupperware thing? Oh my gosh, I'm so with McCall on this. This is just like round me up this morning. I cannot believe this woman. I'm telling you, I don't understand where she gets the audacity to be like, yeah, I'm going to bring in 10 Tupperware dishes and this is all mine. There's going to be tons of leftovers. Like, She's helping. No, that's not her leftovers to have. Thank She's you. just a guest at a wedding. Like if anything, like if I saw it at my wedding, I'd slap him out of the hand and be like, look, I pay for this food. If I'm going to take home Tupperware, Tupperware, that's my prerogative, not yours. Like, this isn't your job to, like, take the rest of this stuff. I love this woman. Are you going to steal all my centerpieces, too? Are you going to run away with the bouquet? Are you going to snatch the garter belt out of my, off my leg? Like, what else do you want? Okay, it's a bit extreme. Where's the line, though, AJ? Look, you don't steal the garter belt. That's a ceremony. Uh, you definitely don't steal the centerpieces. I'm, I'm good with that. You don't take the leftovers without permission. You don't show up with 10 Tupperware containers and take leftovers without permission. So let me let me ask you this. So would you have a problem if she scooped the leftovers off her plate into Tupperware she happened to bring? Is that a problem? I still feel that that is like... Oh, okay. I don't care. You can bring it. That's fine. But if you're, t- if you're carrying Tupperware... I'm sorry, what? I would ask for, I don't know, like a sack or something. If you wanted, a if sack. you wanted it, hey, do you guys have like a Ziploc baggie uh, or something? Said, I'm not saying can like, can I get a, can can I get a, a garbage bag of some mac and cheese Can I get a garbage bag to throw this in? No, I'm talking about like a Ziploc bag or something. By the way, a garbage bag amount of mac and cheese, still not enough mac and cheese in case anyone was curious. No. Okay, we need to discuss leftover policies then before I defend this woman any further because you waffling a little bit over there. Shows what the exact problem is because I'm waffling my butt. No, I'm not. You're like that butt. If you get a sack, yes, you're waffling. You show up with a Tupperware dish to a wedding, and I think that no, I judge you harsh. 
Like, harshly. Unless the lady sent out in the invitation, hey, come to my come to my reception, RSVP, also bring Tupperware just in case. No, that's not how it is. It's you plus one. Plus one in Tupperware, you in Tupperware. All right. That's what it is. <laughs> we talk about leftover policies. I actually went out to lunch the other day. I was very unhappy with the restaurant's leftover policy, and that is why I don't think this is such a big deal. You can join the conversation like Krista did. Thank you for calling again, by the way. 68255 is the number to text. Start your text with VFX. 435-787-0945 is the number called like Krista did. What is your leftover policy? That's where we're at now for the debate at eight. With AJ and McCall, because McCall says that Kristen said, who called in, that the lady who brought Tupperware to the wedding to take home the leftovers is is worse than any criminal you can think of. She should be in Florida or not. Look, I'm telling you right now, she brought 10 Tupperware dishes. I'll concede 10's excessive. I can see any is excessive. You can't just bring your own Tupperware and assume that it's okay to just bring home leftovers. This is a wedding. You also cannot say this is an okay thing when you bring the couple a $5 gift. That is, I'm not going to defend that. That's not okay. When you say, how can you know it's $5? Because it was literally a $5 bill in a car. Mr. Lincoln. What is your leftover policy? Because that's where we're at now. Because I think that's where we have this disconnect. Like when you go out to eat and you don't finish something, do you take it home? Usually, yeah. Do you eat it after you take it home? Yeah, sometimes. If I don't eat it, Dustin does. Hmm. See, and I think that's the disconnect, because I will not order anything that I wouldn't take home and eat if I don't finish. Well, I'm not saying that I order things that I'm not going to eat. I'm saying, though, you said there's leftovers you you don't eat. Put the percentage on it. That's the only way to have this accurate. Probably 50. 50 50-50. So anything you take home, there's a 50-50 shot. Of me eating it. Of you eating it. But if I don't eat it, Dustin does. Okay. We'll come back to that relationship part here. Because uh, McCall also said that to be if someone asked if they could have leftovers before she said they could give them, she'd say... I would say, <laughs> no. no. Just be spiteful about it. Yeah, even if I had the plan to be able to give it to you. Because it's it's not okay to be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to assume that I get your stu- your food things. No. Carla, what do you what do you think about this wedding thing? Women brings brings Tupperware containers. McCall's up in arms about it. What's uh. your take? I think you shouldn't take anything unless you're offered to take some. Absolutely. Like, it's- I've been to a lot Latino weddings and stuff where they're always like trying to give food and stuff. And usually they're always like, Hey, you wanna take some leftovers? I'm pretty sure there's gonna be food leftovers and stuff, so I would. I usually wait until they ask. That's the more polite thing to do. Yes, yes, it is. That's something that I have been taught from the time that I was a babe. <laughs> Look, is that more polite? Yes. Should you probably do it? Yes. yes. Don't but- just assume you're gonna get it. <laughs> I do think. Uh, fine. I do think though that there's a pretty safe assumption most sweaties gonna have some leftovers. Let's say bring ten. Maybe one, maybe one Tupperware container. No. Maybe just do the thing you do at the the restaurants when yeah, somewhere has unlimited whatever. You, you, oh yeah, I'm gonna take one more, one bite. Oh, I'm full. Can I get a box for this? Oh gosh. Except I went to a restaurant the other day and it is a buffet style restaurant. It says on the menu, cannot take leftovers home. I call shenanigans on that. If I get another plate and I don't finish it, I'm not throwing that food out. I believe in getting everything used. I don't waste food. That's bad policy. Right. 
And McCall over here saying, no, you can't have it because you asked. I'm going to throw it in the dumpster as opposed to giving it to you to send a message. No, I wouldn't throw it in the dumpster. I would use it. I have people that I can have, like, give the food to to be able to use. In a sack, right? A sack of mac and cheese. A sack of mac and cheese. I just do not understand the audacity to come through and be like, yeah, I'm just going to take this. Thanks. I know you didn't give me permission, but I'm going to take 10 dishes of Tupperware full of food. You're not doing an insulting enough impression of this woman. I don't get it. I really don't. Like, I don't. I don't have a problem with people taking leftovers. There's no issue on that front. The issue I have is the assumption that it's fine for her to just take it. I gotta be honest, I think after hearing this story and arguing about it, I'm gonna put a clean piece of Tupperware in my car for emergency situations. Just in case. There was a group, I, I, true story. Oh my There's gosh. There's a secret group, at least used to be, at Purdue University, and I don't remember the name of the club because I never got into it, because it's exclusive, their whole mission was opening week of each semester, they'd plot out a calendar of all the, the groups that were getting together to say, hey, come find out about Spanish Club or this or that. Right. They There's find, food. They'd find the ones that had pizza specifically. They'd show up, pretend they were interested, distract the people. Other members would have Tupperware. They'd take pizza and they'd all leave. Oh, my gosh. That was their whole goal. They'd do it with every meeting they could find. And I don't care what you said. That is genius. It's very smart. Genius. Very, very smart. And that is what this woman did. No. Yes, it is. No. She even gave she and five bucks. That group didn't give him nothing. That this still makes me disgusted. You saying, "Oh yeah, she gave him five bucks." That's fine. Do I'm you know how so much? I'm just say this is more. No, you are just saying, "Oh yeah, that's fine." That's she not gave okay. Him, she gave him five dollars. Should have been at least a, a crisp uh, President Grant. Should have been a crisp President Grant. That's a 50 for everybody who's like, I haven't seen one in a while. It's okay. Me either. <laughs> yeah, same. What is cash? <laughs> I have this card. I swipe it. It goes through most of the time. So uh, I don't understand this woman's audacity, really, to think that it's just fine to show up with 10 Tupperware dishes and take leftovers. Maybe she plays her own version of what's in McCall's car. She just happened to have them in the car. No. 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 What, what if the scenario is no. like this, just to make McCall more mad? What if the scenario is like this? Before the wedding, she swung by Walmart or something, picked up a box of 10 Tupperwares, and like, oh, do you want cash back? She's like, oh, I got to get them something. Yeah, give me a fiver. Can I have $5, please? <laughs> what this, if she did that? The people at the wedding are paying for the food. Probably. The bride, the groom, usually the caterers. Like, they're the ones paying for the catering. It's not like a, hey, show up with 20 bucks so that you can get your dinner. So this is something that they're paying for. They get the leftovers. They get to determine where they go. They get all the sacks of cheese. You don't get the decision to take that food. Not yours. What side do you fall on? Is it okay? Is it not? Utah's VFX on Facebook for the debate today. I actually want to go back to your leftovers things, though, with Dustin McCall. Great. Because I thought as a boyfriend I had several responsibilities going into the relationship. I thought they were things like, you know, keep her safe, try and provide a stable household. And what I've learned is, no, it's usually smash bugs, provide comfy sweatshirts, and eat the food she doesn't want to. Yep. Which I want to get to for this leftover thing. So, leftover thing... Comments thus far on Facebook. Phone calls all agree with McCall. You can't bring Tupperware to a wedding. No. Bring a present. What if the present is Tupperware? (laughs) 
Hey, can I borrow one of those? I'll give it back to you. Can I use this? You're never going to get it back. You're going to get your food. All the mac and cheese. AJ McCall on VFX. Because the debate today has to do, there's a story that uh, I came across about a woman who brought 10 Tupperware containers to a wedding and took leftovers. Well, I'm asking. Excessive. A little bit rude, probably. I think, though, having some Tupperware in your car, just in case for whatever scenario, is a good idea. No, I have Tupperware in my car. Yeah, of course. We play What's in McCall's Car all the time. Semi regularly. If you didn't have Tupperware in your car, I'd be kind of disappointed. Now, the Tupperware that I have in my car, though, is a big, it's a big dish for my dogs. So when we go hiking, what? So when we go hiking, I can put water in it and they can have a drink. Not good for you. You should do that. I wanted to go back to the leftover part, though, because I asked McCall her leftover policy because I believe in leftovers. McCall sort of believes in leftovers. Yeah. Because Dustin is her backup plan. Nothing's going to get past Dustin. Those leftovers are going to try and escape McCall, but they ain't going to make it past Dustin. And when I became a boyfriend, I had to sign up for, you know, endless love, stable environment, love and support, all that, right? No, I signed up to be the bug squisher. Correct. Reach uh, tall things on shelves. Correct. Provide comfy clothes. Correct. And eat the foods that she doesn't want to eat. Ding, ding. And the one uh, we sort of got into yesterday because producer Butter says, and I quote, no, I just throw them away, is the butt end of loaf, of bread loaves. Right. He says, no, I just throw those away. Which I think is a little excessive. Because there's still pieces of bread. And actually, some of the comments we got on the poll of the day have actually decent solutions for this. Okay. But the poll of the day had to do with the butt bread, as it was deemed yesterday. And that's the simple question of, do you eat it? And the answer, McCall, was 62% of people on Facebook said no. Twitter, though, 100% of people said yes. Oh. Weirdly enough. That is very weird. How many votes on Twitter? A handful. Okay. Facebook is by far and away the better sample, better sample size. Right, because there's like more people that comment on but that no. one. No, so 62%, so about two-thirds, again, say no, that they do not eat the butt bread. Okay. However, the question that became, what else do you throw away? An instant example I thought of is a lot of people I know, McCall, don't eat the part of the banana that connects to the peel. That black spot throws everybody off. So they chew down, chew down, and then just gone. Another one that come up, and a lot of comments were about it. Uh, Justin said it. Um, I think Becca said it. A lot of people said they don't like the peels of potatoes. Oh, I don't mind the peels of the potatoes. I didn't get that. I mean, that doesn't bother me. Like, Although, they don't when eat I baked was growing potatoes. up... Baked potatoes are delicious. Ooh, or like... Uh, Fried potatoes? No, or homestyle fries? Is that think- what you call them? Yeah, I mean, those are good. No, I was thinking about like um, loaded baked potatoes slash... Uh, Ooh, delicious. Freak, what were they called? I don't even remember now. But um, fun fact, when it comes to baked potatoes and potatoes with the skins on... My dad told me growing up they caused cancer, <laughs> <laughs> so I never ate them. And then I told Dustin that, and he's like, no. <laughs> okay, I don't mean to laugh, because that's not okay. But I just not what I was expecting for you to say, that the peels on potatoes cause cancer. That is also how he says Jeez it, too. <laughs> okay, uh, reset here. Sorry. I mean, that was just something that happened, and I was like, oh. So then, and then I that, believe. And then it was like not a thing, and then I was like, oh. I believe what you're saying, McCall, is it was something like this. Why does Mac peel your apples for you? 
He doesn't like for me to eat the apples with the skin on it. He says the skin's loaded with toxins. Okay, well, good news. Mac's not here. Well, I know he's not here, and that's why I need you to do it for me. Please, please. Oh, Jesus. Just eat it with the skin I on it. I do not like it with the skin, Dee. I'm not allowed to eat it with the skin. I'm not allowed! Something like that. Did you have one of those moments when you left the house and you wanted to eat potatoes and they freaked out because the skins were on? No. I don't even remember what happened. Like, Dustin just ate it, and <gasps> I just went about... <gasps> I, I never thought anything of it, really. I was just like, oh, whatever. I mean, I guess, wh- whatever. I don't know. And then I told Dustin one day, and he's like, no. Admittedly, when I was a kid, I used to not eat them. So we used to, I, I, I do the twist and tuck under. That's how I f- put my bread away. So there would be like a bunch of them that would sit where we kept the bread, and they were just butt pieces. And you take them to feed the ducks, right? What Here's- are you talking about? I thought we were talking about potatoes for a minute. Yeah, but we were for a minute. I'm going back to the butt bread. That's what oh, started this. Okay, so we're back to the butt bread. Yeah, the potatoes were up with the bread. No, but bread. I didn't know what you were talking about. All of a sudden, you were talking about the, 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 they were up together, and I didn't know what you were talking bread, about. Butt bread, butt into the loaf. Here's a couple solutions for you I thought was pretty good. By the way, Gage calls them divorce bread because if you want to divorce with someone, give them that. Ooh. So okay. uh, let's see. Jennifer, my husband eats it. Uh, Jesse, I don't eat it, but my kids eat it. Stacy says, my son eats it with soup. It's great for dipping or mopping up the sauce. That's smart. Matt says, it's best for uh, French or excuse me, French bread. It's the best part is the butt in. Yeah. But some of the other solutions says, uh, somebody said they use it to butter corn on the cob. Oh, smart. Yeah, okay. And then another one I heard was it was good for French toast. Yeah, that was one that I said yesterday. French toast. French toast. It's a really good one just because you can put so much like stuff on it. Or like if you did, did you ever do like eggs and bread? Like you cut a hole out oh, or whatever no. and then you it put the- It looks nice. It looks it's, fancy. It's I think tasty. it's fancy even though it's not really it's, that complicated. No, it's one of my favorites. My mom used to make it for me a lot. And you use little like- I just pictured it as being yeah. fancy. You use like little- uh, The bottom line is it's still, it's bread. It's bread. Eat it. Just don't make yourself a butt loaf sandwich. Or do- Live your best life. If you'd like it, then yeah, go ahead. But seriously, 62% of people said absolutely they do not eat the butthead of the bread. That was on the poll of the day on uh, Utah's VFX on Facebook and Twitter. Sorry, fellas. Our goals are not to do all that other stuff I said, like provide a loving home. You should. But really, it's about squishing the bugs and eating the food the women don't want. Right, McCall? Sure. That's what we've come to for the debate at eight. Producer Butters raised an interesting question in a text message he just sent me, McCall. Okay. So the debate today had to do with a woman going to a wedding, bringing Tupperware, taking leftovers without asking, and everybody up in arms, including Kristen Me. and McCall for sure. Carla didn't think it was a good idea, but she was much more level-headed about it during also, the debate today on VFX. Right, and if you missed it, you can always check it out after we'll post up the whole debate today. Yes. Because, yeah, we had some really good comments. Podcasts are always on utahsvfx.com. We, every once in a while, because of the uh, your quote-unquote, passive, uh, aggressive fairy. That's Try it. to deal with the people who uh, still haven't learned the lesson you learned in kindergarten, which is if there's food in the fridge and it's not yours, here's Don't the concept. Don't take it. Don't do that. But producer brother sent us a text and asked, what's worse? Because last year we had a bunch of hot dogs disappear. Someone obviously took them. So what's worse? Someone taking hot dogs that were meant for charity, by the way. They were Weenie Wednesday hot dogs. Or this woman who took leftovers from the wedding. I don't like this. They're both bad. They're not yours. Don't take them. I will concur with that. The, the, taking the hot dogs is way worse. You can I would still say decide so. for yourself. But I mean, 
You stole them from work. They're not yours. They were meant for charity. They're not yours. And who needs 300 hot dogs? They're not yours. We still never figured out who took them, by the no. way. No. So if anybody's got any leads. Person deserves to be punched in the hot dog. Yeah, if anyone's got any leads, let us know. <laughs> and stop there's, taking there's their hot dogs. potentially a trail of hot dogs leading somewhere. Stop Do you give us the heads up on that one? Stop taking our <laughs> hot dogs. That would be wonderful. Okay, I'm glad we agree. So now we have some common ground. The lady who brought the Tupperware to the wedding for the debate today, not that bad. Awesome. No, Good still way to bad. end the debate today. No, still bad. You know, you can find us on your smart speaker. Just say, enable the skill for Utah's VFX and whammo complamo. There we are. My, my favorite personal preference of phrases is wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. There it is. Also accurate. Mm-hmm. And streaming online at Utah's VFX or on the VFX mobile app, which is totally free. Utah'sVFX.com. Yes. Yeah. What did I say? At Utah's VFX. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> you type in Utah's VFX at Google to find it. Trust me, I do it, it should, all the time. Yeah, it should just be right there. So we got Ava Max coming up, who's notorious McCall for her famous haircut. Correct. Because if you don't know, she has long blonde hair, but she cut half of it off on one side. She did like an asymmetrical haircut. Yeah, which is perfect for her song, of course, Sweet But a Psycho. Right. My question is, that sounds like a story a mom would share of a kid who did it to themselves one day when mom just happened to look the other way. Oh, no, I looked the other way somehow. Gone. What happened? And I actually, not Ava Max's. But I once cut like a triangle out of my bangs. What? And it, you know, it takes a second for hair to grow back and you have Correct. to solve it. And so for a long time, I don't know if I could do it because my hair's like the faux hawk now, but if I could put my hair down like this. So picture this, but then part of it was like that. Oh. Which your poor mom. Now even acting it out, I'm like, that is a doofus haircut. I used to get bowl cuts all the time too, which was a terrible personal decision as a 90s. kid. 90s. Just is what it is. Oh, it's fine. jeez. Do you ever do that, though? Like, because obviously you probably had longer hair than me. I never had long hair until I got to high school. I never cut my hair. Sadie cut her hair. Uh-oh. Was it bad? Yeah. I remember my poor mom. Oh, she was so sad. <laughs> so sad. What did she do? Uh, I know she cut her bangs at one point, and then she cut, like, a chunk out randomly at the same time. So it was like, Sadie had bangs and a chunk, and so then she had to cut her hair, and it was, like, really short. Ugh. Um... I don't think but my sisters ever did that. My mom said she found Barbie doll hair. I think I was cutting the Barbie doll's hair, and Sadie took the scissors and then cut her hair. Oh, so it's your fault. Yeah, that's what everybody likes to tell me. McCall, <laughs> you're setting an example. That's okay, actually what I was just about like, to say. That's always the thing. McCall, you're setting an example. Okay, like I have to make these decisions, and they just obviously jump on my back because they... What are you saying? Your 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 kids don't have brains to make decisions for themselves, no, no, and all they they're doing is following me. You're the older sibling; it's uh, your fault. I, We're that older was, siblings. That's the policy. AJ, it was always my fault. That was mine too. It was the worst thing. I used to hate that. You're setting an example. Example this. Like, no, I <laughs> get out. Tell me, you I'm definitely did an get example. grounded after you said example this, right? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if my mom calls and grounds me because I don't think I ever said that to her face. If she does, then just tell it, hey, at least it doesn't look like Ava Max's. Yes. Now, McCall. Yes. Things be a changing. Yes. Yesterday, we talked about the top 25 inventions over the last 25 years. Correct. Cell phone was number two. And then yesterday, producer Butters came in and asked, hey, did they update blank? Yeah. And we were like, uh huh. Duh. <laughs> Well, Only I'll tell you like this. three years ago. That blank was emojis because producer Butters is always so giddy about it because for a long time he rocked a flip phone. He couldn't even he send did. emojis. Nope. The day he got emojis and gifts, it was gif a palooza on our text thread. Oh, gosh. 
Well, I don't think he was referring to this, McCall, but Emoji's got a little bit of a different upgrade, a tastier upgrade. Okay. Literally and figuratively. Okay. I think it's a bit unnecessary, but it's not going to stop me from eating it. I'll tell you what it is after Sam Smith and Normani in about five minutes. Now, admittedly, I am still not great at the emojis. Okay. AJ and McCall on VFX, but they got an upgrade, McCall. Okay, cool. Like because it? Because for the first time in 125 years. Wow. 125 years. Emojis exist? <laughs> no, they did exist back in ancient Egypt. They called them hieroglyphs. Yeah, I know. Hershey's changed their chocolate bar. Now, if you remember, the chocolate bar comes in 12 square pieces, right? And it usually says Hershey's on each one of them. Right. Now... Emojis. There's the praise hands. There's the laughing, crying emoji. There's the stars. There's the bro fist. Bro a bunch fist. of them. And here's the thing. Initially, I was like, yeah, this is kind of silly. Now I changed my mind. You know why? Because this is the perfect replacement for those crap chalk hearts from Valentine's Day. Oh, stop it. Chalk those, hearts aren't that bad. They're garbage. No, they're not. They're going to be released. The Hershey bar with emojis is going to be released this summer. I got to tell you, I'm going to tweet Hershey's right now. Bring this back for Valentine's Day and get rid of those crap chalk hearts because they stink out loud. Mm. Can you explain some of these? What's is this? Is this the Twinkle Stars? Is that just fabulous? Is that what that's supposed to mean? It's just three stars. Yeah, it's just the Twinkle Stars. It's just a. People use it to embellish. Like there's the announcement one. Like I usually burger horner dish. Right. I usually do like the megaphone, like you're shouting it. Yeah. Um. I usually do. It's like an embellishment because I always do like the two pink hearts at the end of things when I feel like oh that's so sweet and people do <laughs> some people do the stars instead. So okay, so there's the 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 cheerleader microphone, smiling face, bro fist, hard eyes, bro fist. thumbs up, praise hands, laughing, crying. Is that star eyes? Yeah. I think that's star eyes, sunglasses, tongue out, smile, uh, twinkles, and then with a hat. <laughs> the last one looks like a cowboy hat. I'm telling you, maybe maybe tweak a few of these, but this is this is the solution for Valentine's Day. Because nobody wants to eat Tums on Valentine's Day. I'd rather have chocolate. You could say you want McCall. This is the answer. <sighs> <laughs> They're going away. No more chalk hearts, chocolate with They're emojis. They're going to be back next year. Welcome it's fine. To the, welcome to the 21st century. It was nice to have glue and chalk dust put together back in the Great Depression when we didn't have options for candy. We got options now. Emojis chocolate. Oh, gosh. Emojis chocolate. That's not the whole point is you can send messages right via chocolate. Speaking of emojis which. Emojis is a good way to do it, but yeah. What? I said emojis is a good way to do it. Exactly. So yeah, that's great. It's a secret. Speaking of secret messages, though, McCall's telling me about some kind of crazy email she got. Yeah. And she's, you have a lot of these. Like, I get spam ones. It wasn't an email. It was a text message. Sorry, text message. Excuse me. Yeah. So you get a lot of these. I get spam stuff. McCall gets, like, invited into third wheel conversations. Dude, I don't get them. I really don't. Or I'll get, like, random messages that's like, hey, come out to the bar tonight. You're going to get free things. And I'm like, I don't even know where you're located. That obviously means that we have to help her concoct responses. All right, I know you didn't ask, McCall, but I'm here to help you with this whole secret message thing. Oh, my gosh. That's what friends do. They butt into your lives and help you with advice you didn't ask for. AJ and McCall on VFX. Okay. There's no getting away from it. Let's hear the message. I'm here to help. So I got this message yesterday, random text message, onto my my trap phone. How does this always happen to you, by the way? I don't know. How long have you had this phone number? I feel like I need to ask that. Uh, Let me look back. I'll find it. 
I'll figure it out. It's like Ashley, due to a mistake at the phone company because they're stupid. It's been two months. Got a new one. Oh, so you just had this phone number. Okay, that would explain why this happens more often than not. You get a right. new number. So I got okay, this, got I, it. I got this message that said, where in the world is Ryan these days? And why didn't he take me on this adventure? Laughing, crying emojis. And I said, haha, Ryan who? Also, I'm not sure who this is, but... I also want to go with Ryan on whatever adventure he's going on. You shouldn't have included that you didn't know who this was. They didn't respond. That's why they're not going to respond. You should have just responded with what without that part, and they probably I'm would have texted you back. Right now, but like, okay, I think we need to text back. Hey, I found Ryan. He's in Hawaii at this exact moment. We'll try to take a picture. Stand by for details. <laughs> No, don't do that because maybe they won't respond. Leave out that last part. We need to tell them that we found Ryan, I think. No. Okay, what are you thinking? We got to respond. I want to hear how this conversation plays out. I know. I'm trying to come up with this response at the moment as we're th- as we're speaking because I just want them to respond. Like, I want to know who Ryan is and I want to know if I can be friends with this person. I think you got to tell me you found Ryan. No, because that's a lie. Okay, what if you say you think you found Ryan? What no. is what kind of haircut is he rocking right now? I mean, I have a sales rep named Ryan. And then, but I don't I think don't that's think the one him. they're talking about. I don't think that's him. Maybe we lie because he did let us use his credit card yesterday for a business expense. Oh gosh! Say, hey, I found I didn't find Ryan, but I stole his credit card. Where do you want to fly to? Do that one. Do that one. No, I just, I said, but like, I want to know where Ryan is and probably also want to go on whatever adventure it is that he's on. They're not going to respond to you now. You I just, haven't you, sent it. I haven't sent it. Don't I'm send typing that. it out. That makes you sound weird. I work on the radio. I'm literally Do the weirdest person that? I know. Do they know that? <sighs> you're you're treading too close to the, the, the serial killer line. No, I'm not. Have yeah. you not seen responses from people that are like, but like, I want to come to the party and buy me. Duh. You don't tell them you don't know who they are. That's how you got to grease the skids. <laughs> I still vote we say that either we found Ryan or we have his credit card. Again, I'm not going to lie to these people. The last time I lied to it, to people over via text message, I ended up getting somebody caught by the cops that was a drug dealer. Remember? And that is a bad thing. Why? I'm not going to lie because I don't want to get involved with the cops anymore okay because you're on the lamb like this is not this rabbit hole you're digging yourself in not making a whole lot of sense to me what are you gonna go with i don't know yet i still need to say we found ryan okay McCall's no i'm not gonna say i found ryan good idea is apparently not a good idea i'm gonna ponder and figure out what to do because for some reason getting another drug dealer caught is a bad thing i guess we're going to play VFX's Facebook roulette. Make sure you're friends with AJ Knight and McCall Taylor so you're on our feed so when we randomly spin, we can land on your post. Brag to all your friends because you're on the VFX radio page. Yeah. Could be in just a second. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us, then we shall spin our feed. So McCall, as we spin and we spin and we stop. Stop. I landed on my friend Allie Hunt's page. She shared a like a screenshot of a Twitter said things that made my toddler cry this week. I wouldn't let the dog drive him to daycare. (laughs) The bath was too wet. (laughs) He wanted syrup for breakfast. Just syrup. His sister keeps looking at him. I'm still, I'm still kicking over the first one. He wants, (laughs) 
He wants shoes like his friend Jacob. There is no Jacob that he is friends with. <laughs> How about your kid, he says. That's the, I still like the first one. Who doesn't want their dog to drive them places? Her caption is, oh my goodness, every day. Currently the bath is too wet is exactly what he just said. <laughs> Okay, that's going to be tough to beat. Let me see what I can do here. Good luck. That was good. That's a good one. Stop. Stop. I landed on Britt Rose, who also shared a screen cap of a tweet, and it says in uh, asterisks, does laundry and makes bed. Oh, sorry. What was that? I couldn't hear you over the sound of me getting my life together. <laughs> you okay with call? That's good, though, because it's true. I you made can- my bed last night, and I was like, huh. <laughs> I never make my And bed. I did my dishes and I made dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Just over here killing it. It's fine. I got three things accomplished in one day. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. <sighs> Slow down there, Usain Bolt. It's not a race. You can win with your toddler complaints. AJ Knight would call Taylor at us on Facebook. So you can play VFX's Facebook roulette or the AJ Knight and the McCall Taylor across all social media. And while you're at it, Find Utah's VFX across all social media. Add us all on Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram. Check out YouTube as we work on more awesome video projects. And, of course, if you missed the debate at 8 or Florida not, we post those podcasts, utahsvfx.com. We gave away free lunch to Center Street Grill with lunch with listeners. That's at utahsvfx.com. And if you have a favorite place to listen to podcasts, like Spotify or Podomatic or iTunes or the iHeartRadio app or TuneIn, Search for AJ and McCall. All of our stuff will come up. It's yep. that easy. Yep. As McCall started the show mentioning that Wednesday is the halfway point for the work week, that means that now it's the downhill slide. That's right. So until tomorrow for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.